Hi, and welcome to Coffee and Pearls, 15 minutes of wisdom for Catholic moms. I'm Sterling Jaquith, and I'm doing something I've never done before. I'm recording this at four in the morning. I'm 36 weeks pregnant, and for those of you who have been near the end of a pregnancy, you know there's very little sleeping, which is cosmically a little bit unfair because you're so tired. Um, but the more children that I've had, the more I've come to just really see this time that I'm awake in the middle of the night as this gift from God. I feel like not only is he preparing me for having a newborn who wakes up all the time, but I just love being forced into the silence. I can just sit there and talk to God and talk to Mary and I talk to the saints and I pray about this baby and it just feels like this last opportunity to do that before things get crazy. And there's a slowness that happens after you have a baby, but I feel like my brain is different, right? It's kind of foggy and weird and emotional. And so these last few weeks just feel like such a calming time. And even though I know I'll be tired tomorrow, you know, that the word tired become so relative. I've been tired for five years. So, you know, it's not something that I chase that much anymore. I mean, I try to make responsible decisions about digital sunsets and things like that. But now at this point, if I have a sleepless night because of being pregnant or having a baby, that's just kind of par for the course with motherhood. And motherhood is what I wanted to talk about, what I was laying here thinking about. And it was just so heavy on my heart in a good way that I just had to get up and turn the light on and talk to you guys. I feel like in this world right now, we are so desperately seeking connection that we are trying to be vulnerable about our struggles. And as we talk about the things that are difficult about motherhood and this almost desperate attempt to connect with each other, and that's a wonderful thing. We don't pause enough to say some of the good things that come out of being a mother. It's like I can sit down with my best friend and talk about just how crazy my two-year-old is and how sassy my six-year-old is and how my eight-and-a-half-year-old thinks she's an adult. Like she thinks it's me and my husband and her and then everyone else. And I love that about her, but it's just, you know, we can talk about these challenges and yet at the end of the conversation, we never say, oh my goodness, but motherhood is just the most rewarding, beautiful, amazing thing that I've ever done. And I love it so much. And we don't need to say that because we're both moms. So we both know that we feel like that. And I see it in the way that we love and care for our children. But I just, I thought, I'm not sure that I've said that in this whole podcast, in the years that I've been doing this, to really just pause and reflect on the joy of motherhood and how no matter how painful it gets, I would never take it back or give it up. So I know I've been really transparent about not wanting to be a mother for a long time. And that was not out of bad experiences. I mean, I look back and ask myself, why? Why did I not want to have kids? Uh, And I think it was just a a lack of exposure. I I just didn't really grow up knowing a lot of kids or a lot of pregnant women. I didn't hear about the joys of motherhood. And then when you grow up in a divorced family, it doesn't feel that awesome. It feels like this would be a lot easier if you didn't have the kids and you were just single. So it wasn't 
really even a big soapbox issue for me, like that I didn't enjoy children themselves, but it was just something I wasn't interested in. And so I know I've talked about that, but I, I don't feel like I haven't talked enough about how life-changing and incredible motherhood is and how it just, it gives us this glimpse into who God is and how much he loves us and how I just wouldn't change anything about it. And so first I just want to say it's the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. And I see it play out every day with all of these women that nobody notices and they just don't get credit for the little things that they're doing all the time. It's so beautiful to me to see the women that I know day in and day out, just behind the scenes, taking care of everybody. I think that is just so much more beautiful than any art I've ever seen, any cathedral I've ever been in, any movie that moved me to tears, like just the ordinary love of a mother making lunch and changing diapers and having heart to hearts with their kids is just so beautiful. And we don't say that enough. And I think you would agree. Like, I think you'll hear that and be like, yeah, it really is. It's just amazing. Women are amazing. Moms are amazing. But we don't really dwell on that concept enough, I think. We don't really sit with it and think we're surrounded by these superhero women. Because sitting and talking about that, I don't know why. I don't know why it doesn't feel as connective to just say how amazing the journey of motherhood is. And yet it feels instantly connective for someone to talk about, you know, toddlers taking bites out of apples and putting them back in the fruit bowl. And that's hilarious. And it's true. And we're dealing with those things too. But it seems like that's the majority of what we're talking about. We don't always take the time to just say, I see you and you're amazing. And motherhood is amazing. So it's just the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. I also think it's such a unique gift because as I'm stuck in bed, and I've been in bed for almost three months now, and I just have to sit here listening to my husband parent the kids, and he's an amazing guy and dad, and he does so much with those kids and so many fun things, but he's not a mom. He's not a mom. And I will just sit down here and think, oh, he didn't see this very subtle thing that I saw. And that's okay. It doesn't even bother me. God didn't ask him to be a mom. God asked him to be a dad. And I'm not a great dad. Uh, but I see that as much as he loves these kids and and it really just makes his life about them, he's not a mom and he doesn't see the things that I see. And that's such a special gift. Not only is it a gift that God gives us as mothers, but it's this amazing gift that we get to give to the children. And so it has this beautiful circular feel to it that just makes me feel close to God. It makes me feel close to understanding, I'm sure, one billionth percent of how you can create something and love it so much and pour yourself into it and then launch them into the world and hope that, you know, you did a good job and that they are going to then take that love and turn around and pour it into something else into the world. And at the end of the day, 
And I've shared a lot about how painful the last three years have been for me, both physically and emotionally with back-to-back pregnancies and just, just how much I have to give up for those pregnancies. You know, it's all worth it. I wouldn't take it back. You know, if you said, hey, would you like 2017 back so you could have had more you time, but no forest? I'd be like, no, I adore that kid. And even in his tantrums, and he's been the most tantrumy one, I see this just strength in him. And I'm so excited to watch that play out. He's also just so sweet and cuddly. And that I'm glad that God made him like that too, to balance out the tantrums because I needed that. But the other day, I was with my kids. They were all on my bed and we were laughing and having a good time. And I think my oldest said, oh, I, you know, I can't wait till you're not in bed anymore so we can go bike riding. And I think the six-year-old said, yeah, I wish you weren't pregnant right now. Something like that. And I said, oh, yeah, you know, it has been such a big sacrifice. And I said, but we are just going to love this baby so much. And I said, you know, it was difficult for me to be pregnant with all of you. And do you think I should have given one of you back? Because it was hard. And side note, now my two-year-old or my four-year-old thinks that we're giving the two-year-old away. So she keeps asking me like, when are we going to give Forrest to another family? So be careful sometimes what you say, because they latch onto it in funny ways. Um, The other kids did not take that message away at all. But especially the oldest two. I've been really talking to them a lot about how I would gladly do this over and over again for each one of them. And every pregnancy is different, but every single one of them is difficult, right? I'm at, I'm at the point now where it's so hard for me just to even like get my body up and go to the bathroom the five times a night that I have to do it in addition to not sleeping. And that's not even a bed rusty problem, right? All pregnant ladies in the last month experienced that and it is really uncomfortable and painful. But if you were to ask me any time after the baby is born, would I do that again for that baby? I'd say, yeah, sign me up. Do it. Because these children are so beautiful and important and special. And God asked me to take care of them. And I would just do it again every time. And sometimes I think we don't pause enough to reflect on that, that even though the days are long and there's so much crying and arguing and sibling fights and feeding them in diapers and it just feels like it's just never ending, that we can both hold space for how difficult and uncomfortable that is to live day in and day out but also immediately turn around and say, I love it so much. I wouldn't change a thing. I love getting to be their mother. And this is what my life is about right now. And it's just the most beautiful thing I've ever done. And I would burn my house. I would erase every podcast I've ever done. I would get rid of all the books I've ever written. I would give up my time in college. 
that particularly is not that important to me. I mean, just everything else important that I've done that comes right below motherhood, I would erase all of that for the privilege of raising these five soon-to-be-six kids. And that is incredibly powerful. And so while we sit here and we talk about funny things like trying to get sunscreen on toddlers and teaching six-year-olds not to roll their eyes at their mom, uh, you know, that's just a fraction of what we feel in this mess of emotions that is motherhood. But, and I can only speak for myself, I just wouldn't change a thing about it. I just wouldn't. It's the most beautiful and wonderful thing. And as I was thinking about describing it to somebody else, you know, maybe a young woman who doesn't see that it's worth it or, you know, she's looking at it and she's like, gosh, that looks really, really awful and hard and sacrificial, Um, especially, you know, what I look like right now. If you came to my house right now, you would see me sitting in bed like, wow, that is just so stifling and awful. Um, And it is, it is really difficult. And I know it doesn't look attractive. And on top of that, uh, my husband has gotten a lot of flack from his secular friends about us having these, you know, three babies so close together. And almost like that it's really irresponsible of us. Which I totally get. I'm not, I'm not even going to argue with those people like, yes, from the outside, I totally get that it looks like that. Um, because this does not look fun and exciting. And yet, I just, as I thought about explaining it to a young woman, I just kept coming back to the idea of people who run marathons. Right, because that seems really unattractive to me, right? Like running many, 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 many miles in a row, many, many times in order to train for a marathon, not only takes a tremendous amount of time, um, but you rip up your feet and everything is sore. And it just seems like all of the runners that I know have like huge knee or back problems too. And so it's like, this hobby that they love also attacks their body. And I think to myself, like, why? Why does anyone do that? And yet I imagine that their answer is similar to that of motherhood, which is that all of that pain and all of that training and all of that sacrifice ends with this huge burst of of joy and strength and it becomes part of your identity. And I'm not putting them on the same plane, but I'm using this as an example specifically because I have no desire to run a marathon. And yet I can empathize with why people do it. And I think it's because it just echoes this profound joy and growth that accompanies motherhood. Just instantly, as soon as that baby comes out, you experience this change, this overwhelming feeling of love and protection and and joy. I guess I just keep coming back to the the word joy because it's such a deep seated feeling and a, and a a way of existing with joy and. 
I experienced that with every single baby. And so, you know, my husband and I were talking the other night about just the sacrifice of this pregnancy and how it hurts our marriage. And, and I'm always saying, oh, I just wish I could be a mom to the kids and be upstairs with them and just give them everything that they need. But at the same time, I never, ever unwish this baby. Like I never think about, I just have no negative feelings about what happens after the baby comes because after the baby comes, I'm so filled with love for the baby and the kids love the baby and our life just continues and it's wonderful. So that just to me doesn't even make the list of things that are hard about getting pregnant and being on bed rest or the challenges that I'm going to experience in my marriage because of the way it all plays out. I just, the baby itself is never on that list. And I have come to love the, not the newborn stage itself, but that quiet space that happens after you have a baby. I just love that so much more every time because I see how beautiful it is and God just teaches me so much about myself and sacrifice and unconditional love in that time. And I just sit with that baby and cuddle that baby. And I try to beam that love out to all of the other children so they can see too how special it is and that it was all worth it. And I, I, I wish I could relive my first and second babies because I don't think I did that enough. I didn't slow down enough. I didn't hold that space enough for really just leaning into the joy and the growth and the beauty of motherhood. And so for those of you who are struggling right now, which gosh, it's probably just all of us, right? (laughs) I think all of us would describe ourselves that way. Um, I want you just to sit and think about how you would do it all over again how you would live your worst day with these kids again and again because of how much you love them. And that this love that we feel for these children is is just the tiniest, tiniest fraction of how much God loves us. We just can't even understand it. We just can't even comprehend it. But when you look at these kids and they just fill your heart And we have so many moments throughout the day, even the worst days. I always have those sunshine moments, right? Where I just see their beautiful little souls or their smiles or their unique personalities. I see that and it just, it gives me the tiniest glimpse into God looking down at all of us and saying, wow, look at my children. Look at my children, and even though they've made a ton of bad choices today, there were a couple moments where they were kind, and they were faithful, and they were filled with love, and they made sacrifices of their own free will, and they thought of me. And God must just feel so much warmth and satisfaction over us when that happens. So I want you to think about that this week. Just think about the beauty of motherhood. And even though, you know, we're just trying to survive in the trenches of it all, that it's the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. And 
the profound joy and growth that comes out of this work. For me, at least, nothing else has compared to it, and I wouldn't change it for a moment. Not any one of these six kids or the many children that have been in my body that I didn't get to hold. I just wouldn't change any of it. Thank you so much for listening to Coffee and Pearls, and have a blessed day.